Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Gentlemen, degenerates, and gamblers far and wide, welcome in to the 51st episode of the Talking the Line podcast. Hey, thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful Thursday of bets. Now, before we talk some lines like we usually do, dive deep into today's action and give you the value that we found across today's slates, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL podcast on, whether you are watching the live YouTube show or the uh, post-recorded version or the audio version on your favorite podcast directory. Make sure you hit that bad boy so you never miss an episode of the TTL pod. If you could also be so kind, take a few extra seconds and hit that like button, leave us a comment, leave us a rating, all that good stuff. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate it when you guys do, and it only helps us make this bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last but not least, head on over to this episode's description where you can locate the Talk in the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will find all of the TTL Cruise content so you can consume it however and whenever you please. That's right. We do more than just the daily pod, and we got more coming on the way. Ladies and gentlemen, gamblers, I am your humble host, Colton Colt45 Soroka, and once again, thank you so much for taking a few brief moments, about an hour or so, to come and kick it with these two guys. If you're listening, you may not see the second guy, so it's time to bring in the co-host of the Talking the Line podcast, a young man whose Green Bay Packers fandom runs deep as you can see on his chest and he will hear none of the nonsense none of the gossip and none of the rumors about QB 12 he is ready for his white socks to lay the hammer down tonight with Lance Lynn on the mound and without further ado let me bring in my gambling partner the degenerate legend himself Mr. Riley Armax Magnuson partner how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I'm doing just fine. I'm uh, rocking a bit of a stiff neck, so if you see me doing a full body turn to look at you, that's what's going to be happening today. Yeah, but, I, uh, uh, you, know, you know, we're powering through. Yeah. Playing, uh, hurt, not injured. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> discussed it pre-show, said, hey man, you want to go on the IL? It is baseball season. We hurt, can not give injured. you the day off, no problem. He said, nah, 
I'm a warrior. I'm a gangster. I'm a true fighter. I'm going to come in here and I'm going to give them the best picks regardless mm-hmm. of what's going on with Absolutely, me. Absolutely. No question. Outside of no that, issues. pal. Uh, I'm doing just fine outside yeah. of that. Outside of that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Things I absolutely love to hear it. It is heating up in the Windy City, ladies sure and just gentlemen. Uh, looking like we're going to be up in the 90s here oh, yeah. come end of the week. So uh, hot temperatures mean hot bets. However, did say that yesterday. Uh, let's just get to it real quick right at the top of the show. Get through it so we can just move right along and pretend like it never happened. Let's recap yesterday's bets as we are a full transparency show. Here we go. Holy smokes. All right. One win on the board for the cruise plays. Uh, that was Mags, the Texas and Colorado under 11. Everything else was a straight up loser. I thought my Rays were at least going to be able to get me one on the board and uh, come back late there in the ninth inning after Waldis Tra- Chapman locked or walked, not locked, walked two batters in the ninth and uh, ended up striking out the next three. So I was this close from a three in one day and it, of course it goes one and three. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Boston-Houston game was very brutal as well. That one well. was rough. Yeah, was that one your, was rough. Uh, the Minnesota-Baltimore might have been the worst beat I have seen in the MLB this season yeah. for totals. Yep. Uh, stranded a runner on second in the ninth, trying to get that last run, finished six to three, I think. Uh, Diamondbacks, six, six in the oh. top of the ninth. Yeah. Gave up a single, then gave two free bases. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was Lindor and yep. then uh, a nice RBI single for them. So, yeah. uh, and then the range or not Rangers, Astros, Red Sox strand, six base runners, four, five, Pretty six close. base runners in the first inning. And then, uh, you know, it, uh, I think they put up one run after that. So. Not what you want to see. So that yeah. one was my worst one. But uh, Grizzlies got bounced out of uh, Utah. No problem. We had one more shot to ride him as the Wednesday Warrior, and it did not go as planned. No regrets. First things first, no regrets on these plays. Let me tell you why. One thing I want to say first is if you're riding these plays, if you have faith in the TTL crew, which you should, our apologies. This is not what we do. We always talk about this as a marathon, not a sprint, and we've had a couple of hiccups. That's first things first. Second of all, we would have not started this journey of professionally handicapping, producing sports gambling, and other sports-related content if we weren't good at it. Mm-hmm. We, were, sure. we were starting to trend. We were doing sure. well at it. And that's what comes with the game sometimes, especially when you're new in the game. Uh, you fall into some traps and some different things. With all that being said, we still spend hours and hours of our day going through lines, researching, discussing, talking, all of the above. And even still, these suckers don't hit. Mm Mm-hmm. However, it is how it is sometimes. It is how it is. Welcome to gambling, baby. If you can't handle it, maybe you shouldn't be watching a gambling show and hammering picks with us. But since you are, we do appreciate the hell out of it. And we will continue to hammer in plays every single day till we start finding the crisp, clean value and keep bringing it to you. If you want to fade, go right ahead. Go right ahead. However... Play that with caution, Mm -hmm. because we might be coming back with a damn vengeance today. Well, what I was about to say is that we might be picking up some followers because of our damn Moneyline Dice. Couple plus money winners in uh, two days in a row now. Yes, uh, my Montreal Canadiens. I have been talking about them Mm -hmm. for the last month and a half now. Watch out for them in the Stanley Cup. And boy, oh boy, here they come. Jumped out to an early 3-1 lead and ended up getting that victory I uh, absolutely would love what I'm seeing from the Habs and our gracious money line dice. Yeah. Given us that play, would have not even thought about it otherwise. Like you said, 
back-to-back two days, high underdog cashers. Yeah. Will the dice pull it off for a third day in a row? I think they got it. I think they do as well. We'll see what happens. You better believe the Moneyline Dice will be making an appearance on today's show. We have an NBA matchup for them to roll on, but we're not going to tell you what it is until we get to that segment. Obviously, we got our Mag's best bets today. Mm-hmm. He has three or four, four plays coming four. at you. Snuck an extra one in there on me, and I have three MLB plays coming at you. Of course, another Thursday brings another triple play Thursday parlay, and we got one cooked up. We got one leg that's a first five money line, a first five run line. And then the third leg is a total play. You'll have to stick around for the second segment of this episode in order to get that bad boy as well. But you better believe we cooked this one up. And damn it, partner, I'm ready to get a special play to the window. Worse than anything on this planet. And I believe this is the one to do it. Mm -hmm. All right, pal. I'm ready for it. Let's get after it. Okay. We're about to get into today's best bets. But a few other housekeeping items before we do. Been kind of pondering. Might uh, might be a good day. I think I might bring back old Colts Daily Draw. Ah, okay. We'll uh, we'll see what happens. I saw a few matchups that I really like that I might get into mm-hmm. that I could be interested in. But you'll have to wait and see till after the show, until after I get some stuff accomplished after the show, if I'm going to put it out. Yeah, no problem. I'm uh, I'm going to have to keep things rolling on my prop of the day. I keep putting it out on Twitter. Yeah. Five in a row, my people. Five in a row. Yeah. I know the last, at least the last three, if not more, are all plus money. So Yeah. You have been murdering I have the MLB prop game. I have myself so on the back yet. Yeah, nice. I, will, I will continue to ride right uh, alongside you there, yeah. my friend. Absolutely. You have been killing that game. Outside of that, quick reminder... We have been having somewhat decent days outside of the pod. Some other plays have been hitting. It's been kind of strange, but that's how it's been happening. We're working to fix that and believe today is the day. However, make sure you follow us on the Action Network app. This guy, at RMAGS, all caps, me, at cash underscore with underscore Colt. And you can follow all of the daily plays from the pod in case you missed anything at Talking the Line, all one word, nice and easy for you. Make sure you follow us there just so you can get all of our daily best bets, all of the stuff we lock in outside of the pod because we still got other winners we like too. But as always, we give you our best bets of the day here. So without further ado, Cut the nonsense, cut the drama, cut all the nonsense that we say for the ransom reactions and that you can go to every other media outlet and get. You come here for the Stone Cold Locks and running tickets to the window with the TTL crew. Now it has been a bit of a bumpy ride, but not for the long term. Just a quick couple days. Mm -hmm. We just got to reset, see some stuff. My partner. Came into the TTL production studios today. Even though he was a little injured, he was still smiling. That neck injury did not impact the grin on his face. He is still reeling in good vibes. Still dropping down nothing but knowledge. Still seeing lines like it is his job. Because it is. Mm -hmm. So without further ado, it is time for our mag's best bets of the day, I'm going to put a trap on it just for a little while. And as always, partner, you have the floor. All righty, I appreciate it. 
First play of the day, I've got three MLB plays and one NBA. First one is going to be a play that I had similarly yesterday. Rangers versus Rockies, this time under 10.5. You've got Mike Fultanevics on the mound for the Rangers righty, and you've got Austin Gomber on the mound for the Rockies. He is a lefty. Both pitchers struggled early on in this season, but they are coming on strong as of late. Much like yesterday, I don't care that it's in Coors Field. I don't care that the pitchers have ERAs over four. Fulte Nevix, uh, I'm going to have to keep working on that one, but uh, Fulte Nevix. I'm going to have to do it as well. Yeah, so. last two starts, 14 innings pitch, two earned runs. First of those two was a seven innings pitch, zero earned run outing versus the Houston Astros. Gomber in May held a 3-1-5 ERA. And in his last four starts, he has held opponents to two or less, and that includes two starts versus the Padres, allowing a total of one earned run. And the under has hit in his last five starts. These offenses are too cold once again for a double-digit total in this one. Rangers two or less in five of their last six. That one outlier came yesterday, and they only scored three runs, partner. Mm. Rockies scored more than four yesterday for the first time since May 22nd. And now here against lefties on the season, you've got the Rangers hitting 236, batting average 296 OBP, 3.85 runs per nine. Nothing special. And in the last five, it's been pretty brutal for them versus lefties. 188 batting average, 235 OBP, and a slim 257 runs per Per nine innings. Rockies versus righties, 220 batting average, 290 OBP, and 4.15 runs on the season. Last five, uh, those batting average numbers, OBP, right around the same, maybe even a little higher, but those runs per nine. Last five, 2.76 runs per nine, and last 10, 2.37 runs per nine. These bullpens last five have been picking things up, partner. 2.7 ERA for the Rangers, 3.52 for the Rockies. Give me the combo of the pitchers heating up, offenses cooling down, and a double-digit total that screams under to me, partner. I would have to agree with you as well. Was your one winner of the day yesterday, so let's uh, stay on that train. I would have to agree with you. Um, I I was kind of sheepish on it yesterday, but I don't think these teams are putting up a boatload of runs. In the first five innings, the Rockies have got it done at the buzzer in the last two games. Mm -hmm. So I think it's some of the same, a lot, another low scoring game right around that three to two, three to one kind of a kind of ball yeah, game. And I think see. worst case scenario, or maybe not worst case scenario, but worst case scenario for it still to win, you might see something like yesterday where one of these offenses breaks out for five, six, but then the other one stays down to two, one or yeah. zero. Uh, so first play under 10 and a half. Absolutely. Scroll down on my notes here. Second play. Second play is going to be coming out of the AL Central Twins versus Royals. I am taking the Royals money line. You've got two lefties on the mound in this one. J.A. Happ versus Chris Bubich. Bubich will be making his fourth start for the Royals since coming out of the bullpen earlier on in the season. And that move's been paying off for him and the Royals. Three starts for Bubich here uh, the last few weeks. Royals are 3-0, and and that is against the Brewers, Tigers, and these Twins. Bubich, 17 innings pitched, 11 hits, three earned runs over those three starts. And uh, even as a uh, out of the bullpen, he was doing quite all right. Uh, he had a couple five-inning outings where he gave up at least, or no more than one run. Uh, so he's been getting it done. J.A. Happ, dominant in April, terrible in May, partner. Mm. 849 ERA over five 
starts. That is not the recipe you want. If you get uh, if you catch them versus a team that's struggling against lefties, that might be the recipe, but that's not the case here, partner. Uh, so these offenses, uh, these teams have pretty similar enough numbers versus lefties on the season, but last five games, Royals, 242 batting average, five runs per nine innings. Compare that to the Twins, 211 batting average, 1.8 runs per nine. And uh, Royals last 10, 241 batting average, 377 runs per nine. Twins last 10, 204 batting average, 264 runs per nine, partner. I'm a big fan of that one. Uh, You know, the Twins have been real shaky, dropped two straight to the O's the last two games. The Orioles were on a 13 or 14 game losing streak before that. So I don't have a whole lot of faith in this Twins team and especially the arm of J.A. Happ. He's not somebody I'm really trying to put my money behind. This might only be a half unit play for me. I'm not uh, super, super high on Kansas City, Mm -hmm. but I do like what you're throwing down there. So I might have to Get behind the arm of old Bubich and the Royals today. Yeah, I'm really liking Bubich. And, uh, you know, even this last five games, just in general, not just against lefties, the offense as a whole, uh, they've scored at least five in each of their last five games, and they're four and one over that stretch. And the Twins have scored four only once in their last seven games, and they are three and four during that stretch. Uh, bullpens pretty similar on the season 395 for the Royals, 477 for the Twins ERAs. Last five, 4.5 ERA for the Twins, 2.45 for the Royals, and last 10, even better uh, for both teams, actually, but Twins right around their average, 4.19 ERA, Royals all the way down to 1.96 ERA. So the bullpen's picking up for the Royals, and, uh, you know, I think Bubich goes five, six innings, gives up no more than two runs, and uh, I think uh, you got a couple guys in the Royals offense, or I know you got a couple guys in the Royals offense who hit J.A. App well, and they've been... Uh, Hitting the ball pretty well, and that's Salvador Perez and Carlos Santana. So I think at least one of those guys has a nice game today. Could be one of my props of the day, but we'll see. Uh, but anyways, second play of the day is the Royals money line. Absolutely. So there's one and two. Now two. hit him with number three. Okay, number three here. I believe these odds are a little chalky, maybe. Minus 150, if I'm not mistaken. And that's going to be the Mets plus one and a half versus the San Diego Padres. You've got Taiwan Walker on the mound for the Mets righty, and he is going up against Big Bad U Darvish for the pods. Both of these pitchers have been fantastic this season, but to your surprise, Walker might be the hotter of the two. Walker, 1-6-1 ERA in May. Last four games, only one run allowed. Not to mention the Mets are eight and one in his starts on the season partner. While Darvish has just been has been just as impressive. He is coming off his worst start of the season. He allowed four earned runs over five innings pitched last week. I think this has a very good chance of being a one-run game either way. Uh, but what makes me sad with the Mets, uh, obviously the odds, no question, but the Mets offense is starting to produce right now. Uh, they've had at least five runs in their last four games and are 5-1 and one straight up over their last six because of that, uh, because of that offensive surge. Uh, Padres 0-4 straight up over their last four, scoring four only once during that stretch. Your Cubbies had their way with them. Not to disrespect disrespect the Cubs pitching staff, uh, but those guys aren't quite the level that Taiwan Walker is right now. So uh, I'm liking this Mets to keep things keep things real tight. I might even sprinkle a little bit on the money line, but uh, that plus one and a half is screaming at me. Yeah, I would have to agree with you there as well. I think it's another solid play. Um, going to be definitely a tight game. I had eyes on the first five uh, innings, the under three and a half. Mm-hmm. Kind of liked it. Um, my 
might do it a little half unit on a side play. We'll see what happens there. But I do like the total under there uh, and the full game as well, under six and a half. You got these dominant pitchers in Walker and Darvish on the mound. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. And uh, I think the Mets can definitely keep it close. And if not get the outright win, definitely one uh, one point loss. Yeah. And uh, the only thing I have to add is that the Mets last five versus righties, 7.28 runs per nine. So there you go. So one, two and three. Drop number four. Number four, I told you I only had three in the MLB. Fourth one is coming out of the NBA. And I am taking the uh, Phoenix Suns money line versus the LA Lakers in game six. And the Suns to close out the Lakers here tonight. Lakers are going back home, but they do not have the offense offensive help here for LeBron. We saw it in game five. I don't think it's going to be the same blowout that we saw in game five, uh, but I think it's going to be a similar frustration for that Lakers offense. I think their defense is going to hold the Suns down a little bit more than they did, kind of how they did in games three and four. Uh, They split those games, obviously, but the games were low scoring. I don't believe the Suns broke 100. All right, they might have hit 100 in one of those two games. Uh, But all in all, I think this Lakers team, uh, they're not going to crack 100 themselves. Uh, Like I said, you've got KCP questionable. Kuzma, I mentioned the other day, he uh, he ended up having the best game of his series, but he was still only one for five from three. Uh, so if you think the Lakers are going to win this game, you have to imagine either you're going to see a LeBron performance uh, at the top, you know, top five LeBron performance. Uh, we were so a lot of people were expecting that in game five. That didn't happen. He played all right, but, uh, you know, nothing, nothing like they need to get this win. Uh, and so if you really think the Lakers are going to win, you have to believe that they're going to get some type of, uh, you know, out maybe not out-of-body production from one of their uh, role players, uh, but certainly something f- that's going to be the peak of their powers, like Kuzma or KCP or uh, someone else even more unexpected. I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Suns have the right defensive recipe. And, uh, you know, without AD again, I think it's going to be Aiton, Chris Paul, Devin Booker taking care of business here tonight. I think you are very correct, sir. Uh, still a little bit up in the air with AD, kind of per the doctors. He right, may right, be right. okay, still but, questionable but I, I think yeah. with any not 100% AD and with it looking like him not being on the floor, there's nothing that this Lakers team can right. do uh, against the Suns team. LeBron left the court, what, five minutes early? Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I think this Lakers team is dead, and you might as well just put a bow on it. It's a wrap, paper, plastic. So I will be happily hammering in the plus two and a half and quite possibly uh, the money line. Uh, you're taking the money line. So probably uh-huh. uh, just take the money line outright, but uh, do like the plus two and a half as well if you're yeah, a little sheepish on the money line. Exactly, yeah. But I uh, I feel real good about this Suns team to close it out tonight. Same here, my man. So there you go. Our mags, one, two, three, four best bets of the day. We will be sure to recap them in the best bets of the day recap. So stick around just for a little while and we'll give you those. But for now, it is time for my best bets of the day. And at the top of the show, told you I had three to bring to you. Getting things started for me today, I am uh, going with one of the early games here. Uh, well, I don't want to say early, but one of the first games on the slate, rather. Uh, this game, first pitch, is at, well, it is early, yeah, 1120, 11.20 yeah. p.m. Central Standard Time. So if you're riding with me, I suggest you lock it in early. And now I already have on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Free promo. You're welcome, FanDuel. Here we go, rocking and rolling. For the first matchup, Today, it is the matchup between the Washington Nationals and the Atlanta Braves, and I am taking the Washington Nationals' first five run line plus a half. You got Patrick Corbin on the mound for the Nationals, the lefty, and 
Tucker Davidson on the mound. He is a righty for the Braves. Corbin hasn't been that great all season long. Uh, He's been a little shaky. His surface numbers aren't the best. But let me tell you why I'm a little bit higher on Patrick Corbin and why I think he's going to have a pretty solid game so far. After a rough two outing games, to a rough two outings rather, to start the season, he bounced right back against the Cardinals and went six innings, four hits, five Ks, no walks, no earned runs. He then went on about a three-game rough patch again, an exact three-game rough patch again, where he just wasn't doing what he needed to be doing and leaving balls right over the plate. After that three-game stretch, pitched a gem. Seven innings against Philadelphia, only gave up five hits, nine Ks, no walks, one earned run. He is now currently on a three-game bender where he has been uh, pitching a little rough. So I'm a man of trends and I'm a man of bounce backs. And I do believe today is one of those gems we are going to see from Patrick Corbin. This Braves offense has been so-so against him in the past. Nothing crazy, nothing outlandish, right around the low 200s for most of this lineup up and down at few guys touching the low 300s, but I'm not concerned about that. This Braves offense has hit a little bit of a slow patch. They've been they've been able to keep up and continue, but for some reason, this Nationals team has just had their number mm-hmm. when they've been in Atlanta so far this season. Now, the Nats are also 3-2 and two straight up in the first five innings in Corbin's last five starts. As for Davidson on the mound for the Braves, he's only had one start so far this season. New guy, and it was actually against a lowly Mets team back or back on May the 18th. So it was a while back ago. Well, not a super long time back ago, but this Mets team was pretty banged up during that time. If you do remember, he went six innings, allowed five hits, only had five Ks, a walk, a home run and three earned runs. So I don't think he's had any time to improve. I don't think he's had any time to really get anything better uh, from what we saw from him the first time. The game was in Atlanta, so I don't think it matters home or road here. He's at home again. I don't think that really plays too much of a factor for him. And I think that this Washington Nationals lineup has a very, very solid chance to take him, if not deep a few times, at least beat him around the ballpark. The Nats against righties on the road so far this season have just been terrific. 243 batting average, 307 OBP, and a 4.05 runs per nine. That uh, Atlanta bullpen also not the strongest. They are kind of right around the middle of the pack. So I, uh, if it does get into the bullpen early, I like for them to be able to touch them up as well. First five innings for these teams in the last five games. The Nationals 2-2-1 two, two, and one straight up. And Atlanta 2-3 and three straight up in the first five innings. Three games already between these teams. And this is the fourth game of the series. Mm-hmm. So that would mean a few of those wins for the Nationals have already come against this Braves team in the first five innings. So I'm not too worried about them getting the job done here today, but I do like the half a run backing it just in case it's a tie and they don't get out of there with a clean win in the first five. First five runs per game and runs per game allowed for these teams are super, super close. So they don't even really bear mentioning. They're pretty much identical home road splits. Uh, but I really think it comes down to Corbin bouncing back, having a really good day against uh, this Braves team. And uh, the Nats get on the board early or it's just kind of a little bit of a pitcher's duel. And maybe we see uh, young man um, Davidson having a bounce back day. Yeah. I think so, ma'am. So for my first pick of the day, there you have it. Washington Nationals, first five plus a half. Second play of the day, I'm going to a matchup 
that my partner already talked about, mm-hmm. and that is the Texas Rangers versus Colorado Rockies, except I'm taking a side, not the game total, and I am taking the Colorado Rockies. Now, he gave you a few key stats. Let me give you a few more about these pitchers. I'm going to keep the name short. Now, Fulty, <laughs> Fulty, <laughs> Fulty, nothing special for the Rangers, as my partner has uh, said. He did have one notable outing so far this year against Houston uh, out of uh, 10 starts overall, and he has not been anything great. 66 or 62 and two thirds innings pitched, one and five record, 4.31 ERA, 44K, 16 walks, 805 OPS with a 270 batting average. He has been all over the map and letting teams hit him at will. Uh, Gomer, on the other hand, he did have a really, really shaky start to the season Mm -hmm. it looked like he was going to be rough however he has bounced back regardless of his top line numbers and his last four starts are actually what i'm looking at 23 and a third innings pitched 18 hits 26 k's with only three walks only five earned runs three out of four of those were on the road and his best start was at home in the fourth matchup five and a third innings pitched four hits six k's one walk no earned runs i like him to repeat a similar performance as he has not been able to pitch at home since that matchup and that was quite a while ago home road splits for these teams is also what i'm really really keen in on the rangers are dead ass last almost dead ass last 29th in the mlb in road straight up wins they are 9 and 22 straight up on the road 9 and 21 straight up as a road dog colorado has been a very dominant good team at home so far this season the rockies are 18 and 12 at home and 8 and 2 as a home favorite holding the best record in the mlb as a home favorite this season Texas, their last five against lefties has not been so well. That's another thing I'm really keying on here. 188 batting average, 235 OBP, and they're only scoring about two and a half runs per nine innings. So even if um, Austin Gomer goes long late in this game, I still see him remaining dominant deep into the sixth, seventh inning if they do decide to let him go that far. Not to mention, historically, in game three of this series, Texas is seven and nine straight up in game three, four and six straight up after a loss in game two. Colorado nine and six straight up in game three, five and one straight up after a win in game two. Okay. I absolutely love that historical trend and stat. And last but not least, Texas is two and five straight up in the last seven in meetings. The last seven meetings and the last five meetings in Colorado, they are two and three straight up. Rangers are absolutely terrible on the road. They have no business, and you have no business putting your money on them to try and beat this Colorado Rockies team, especially when the Rockies have got it done twice already. So for my second best bet of the day, give me the Colorado Rockies money line. I love it, man. I mean, yeah, you mentioned it. I already have a play in this game, but I, I, I'm definitely going to be siding with you. I like Gomber better than Fulton. Fulty. We'll just keep it like Fulty, that. Fulty, man. That's and that easy. Rangers offense is uh, even twice as cold as uh you know colorado's colder they're not ice cold um so yeah i'm all over it with you yeah so there you go appreciate the backing second best bet of the day now for my third and final best bet of the day you better not dare do it you better not dare even think about it don't call me a homer Mm. damn it because here they are boys i should have uh scotch taped a little Plus a half (laughs) underneath here. However, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, my third best bet and final best bet of the day, Cubs first five run line plus a half. My boys are 
hot. Mm-hmm. They are smoking hot. They just came off of a terrific, terrific series against the Padres. Yep. Looked extremely well, and I don't think anything's going to slow them down. And now, I can't even believe I'm saying it, they're vying for the best record in the National League damn near in the MLB they're getting very 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 close Mm -hmm. and they know it too they're hot that team's energy and mojo right now regardless regardless of injuries has been absolutely huge excuse me little frog in the throat moving right along you got Zach Davies on the mound for my cubbies and Anthony DiSclefani on the mound for the Giants now you know I've been super high on DiSclefani this entire season however been a little shaky in his last couple bit. starts. Actually gave up 10 earned runs and start a couple games yep. games ago, which was actually so off par from him for this season, but for his career, actually kind of on par for mm-hmm. him. He wasn't always the best for the Reds. Why do I mention the Reds? Because they are in the NL Central and they get to play the Cubbies before. So... Sclafani has pitched a good amount against okay. these Cubbies. Now, against the Cubbies, he has had a 12 starts against them. 245 batting average, 302 OBP, 754 OPS. The Cubbies right now have the fourth best OPS in the National League at 736. They are ripping the ball and getting the ball on base. Let's stick with these Clefani. Told you he was a workhorse. However, I don't think he is... uh, going to be continuing to trend in that direction i think it's the time of the season now where de sclafani starts to fall off and we see the traditional man that he has been for the reds over the years the giants are actually two two and one straight up in his last five starts but those losses are coming the most recently those are first fives yes okay. first fives uh and those are coming recently uh those losses are when i told you he's kind of been struggling mm-hmm. now so i really see him continuing to kind of struggle and, and especially against this cubs team that has been electric on the offensive side of the ball now davies on the mound for the cubs not who we thought he was going to be at the beginning of the year. A little bit of a rough start, a little bit of a rough out, few rough outings, and we thought, oh boy, what did we get in this trade? But now he has settled in. In his last five starts, 27 and a third innings pitched, only 20 hits, 12 Ks with seven walks, so command is a little bit of an issue, but only five earned runs. Now, with that command, he has still been able to do well against the Giants in his career. He actually obviously played for the Padres and then for the Milwaukee Brewers, so had some opportunities to face these Giants. Six starts against these Giants in his career. He allows them to a 252 batting average, 286 OBP, and only a 664 OPS. And across those six starts, only has allowed 11 runs. Did not get exact total if all of those were earned, but I do believe they were. Davies has been pretty well against these Mm -hmm. Giants. Giants are having a little bit of an issue in their lineup right now. Not sure if they're going to have Longoria back or Yastrzemski. Yastrzemski a little bit more doubtful than Longoria, but nonetheless, I still like that a little bit there, especially with this pitching matchup. Last five game overall for these two teams, the Cubs four and one straight up in the first five innings and the Giants three, one and one straight up in the first five innings. These two teams actually haven't played each other since 2019, so it's going to be a bit of a new open book. Can't wait to see what this matchup is actually going to be like, but I am betting the hotter team in my cubbies, and if you're going to give me a half-run backing in the first five, at the very least, they have this game tied uh, by the top of the sixth inning. If not, get the outright win. So for my third best bet of the day, give me all of the Cubs' first five run line 
plus a half. I like it, man. I can validate you. I was uh, liking this as well. Uh, the Cubs lineup versus Di Scalafani was one that, I mean, aside from them being obviously hot right now, uh, their numbers against Di Scalafani is what perked my, piqued my interest. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, without looking at it right now, I think uh, your man Chris Bryan, who is scorching hot himself uh, alone, has, had, has <laughs> had some uh, success against yeah. Di Scalafani. Yeah. Said mentioned it in one of my plays. He might even be. Uh, I still haven't decided yet. He could even be one of my props of the day. Yeah. Um, so all in all, I'm riding right along with you on that one. Boys and girls, we did it. We convinced a Sox fan to bet on the Cubs. Hey, I've been Let's I've been riding go. on them on the last week or yeah, so. They I have mean, a little hot. bit. A little. They bit have here been hot. Yeah. They kind of remind me of what your socks were last year. Okay. <laughs> that's all in good fun all in good fun i love winning money on the white Sox as well but they have been a little touchy lately so there you have it moving right along my three best bets of the day now you got all seven of our best bets we'll be sure to obviously recap them here very soon but let's move right along into the second segment of the day the special play segment and today's special play the triple play thursday parlay now, if you haven't been around before, first things first, welcome in. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for joining us. Uh, but if you have, you know what's coming if you haven't. Triple Play Thursday Parlay, obviously, it has to do with MLB. It's got to be part of an MLB. So it is a three-leg MLB Parlay. No KBO? Korean baseball? Well, from time to time. Nah. I have no idea what's going on <laughs> over there, so don't ask me at all. So... Our Thursday special play is a three-leg MLB parlay. Call it the triple play Thursday parlay for S's and G's. Let's get right into it. We got a real juicy one coming at you today. Real, real confident in this one. Also, switched it around a few times, moved it around a few times, looked at it, polished it, shined it, make sure it looked good, ready to present to you. It is. So without further ado, partner, would you like to get things kicked off and tell them what we are taking sure, for the first leg of our triple play Thursday parlay. All right. First play of this parlay. I believe this one is in a little afternoon action. You've got the Red Sox versus the Houston Astros, and we are taking the Astros first five money line. You've got Martin Perez lefty for the Red Sox on the mound versus Jake Odorizzi righty for the Astros. The Astros versus the lefty. Both of these teams, if you put me in a spot where uh, if they're facing a lefty, I my ears perk up. Uh, in this case, it is just the Astros who are facing a lefty. And, uh, you know, Martin Perez is uh, not terrible, but nothing special. He get, he allows runs. He's pretty, uh, you can basically pencil him in for at least two, three runs per game given up in those first five innings. Uh, and the Astros are one of the best first five inning teams in the league in their offense. After, uh, you know, a slow day yesterday, um, I, you know, before that, the first handful of games before that, they were red hot. I think yesterday was just a little bit of a hiccup for both of these teams. Uh, but I think the Red Sox, uh, or excuse me, just for the Astros, the Red Sox have, uh, you know, been low scoring the last few against these Astros. Uh, and Jake Odorizzi, off IL, had a slow start to the season, looked a little shaky in April. But uh, last week, got back off the IL and looked very good against the Padres, gave up only one earned run. Uh, and that's obviously a very good lineup. So if you're giving me another good lineup in the Red Sox to hold down for him, I like his chances. Um, so I'm loving this Astros first five versus another lefty partner. Yeah, I can't uh, say all too much. I searched around a little bit on Boston and everything with that the lefty stats for the Houston Astros. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, alarms, buzzers, ringers go off everywhere when you see right. that. So uh, I am 
absolutely 100% in on the Houston Astros first five money line for the first leg. For the second leg, we got a uh, little bit of a total play here for you. Second leg, we are taking the over nine runs now. It was actually eight and a half when we uh, were looking at it this morning. It has ticked up to nine, so you like to see that movement. Uh, The Diamondbacks versus Brewers over nine. Now, the Brewers have been uh, kind of an under team themselves. It hasn't been uh, a super, super heavy over over affair for these guys so far this season. Um, In their last few games, they uh, have kind of been up and down, over, under, over, under. Um, Nothing you can really key out in as far as that. They really been back and forth and actually on the season 26 26 and three over under so far uh this season so it's kind of back and forth now where the value really lies is the arizona diamondbacks Mm -hmm. right now they have been putting up runs in bunches granted they haven't been able to get those wins that they need to get but we don't need them to win we just need them to put up a shitload of runs again so we're backing that and we're also backing the fact the brewers will probably do that exact same thing as well uh with john duplantier duplantier on the mound. I can't exactly remember. Duplantier. He has only pitched uh, one one game so far. I'm pretty sure this season. Yep. It wasn't uh, all too great for the D-backs. The D-backs pitching staff has really been all over the map and not anybody yeah, that, a, that you can get behind. Yeah, last start was his first start, in our first appearance in the MLB since 2019. Mm. So he's a younger guy, not uh, not a huge prospect, I don't believe. And, uh, you know, you know, he gets used when needed as far as injuries are concerned and that like you said that diamondbacks pitching staff is kind of all over the map right now you got mad bum just going on the i don't know if he's officially on the il but he had some, we'll talk about that a little we'll bit. talk about that anywho uh yeah do plenty air uh, like you said, not, yeah, uh, not bad. Not However, bad. we'll see what happens. Uh, I, I think both of these pitchers, uh, and also Brett Anderson give up a bunch of runs in this game. I think it starts early. Actually, the over is six and zero in the D backs last six overall. When they're putting up runs, they continue to put up runs. It is also five and zero the over in their last five games after allowing five runs or more in the previous game. They the over is also four and zero in their last four games following a loss. So once again, continue to come out and put up those runs. And Milwaukee is, like I said, not the hottest to the under. Can't really find too much, or to the over rather. Can't really find too much. But again, the Diamondbacks are the teams that have been pushing totals over for matchups. They did it three times back to back against a New York Mets team that really hasn't put up any runs for nothing. And they were able to get the total over very easily. So for the second leg, all over it. Arizona Diamondbacks, Milwaukee Brewers over nine. Third and final leg partner going to the matchup between the Cincinnati Reds and the same. Saint... You all right over there? Saint Saint Louis Cardinals. <laughs> well, yeah, in this case, so just in case I slip, them, can you so. go ahead and <laughs> can you tell these folks what we're doing in case I have to say sure, that disgusting sure. word again? All right, we are taking the Reds first five plus a half versus the Saint Louis Cardinals. You've got Vladimir Gutierrez righty for the Reds on the mound versus Adam Wainwright righty for the Cardinals. Uh, Guti is a good young. I said Guti Gutierrez. I assume that's his nickname. I'm just going to go ahead and give it to him. Guti is a good. <laughs> young prospect looks good last week yeah, he, he looks first, like a goody all right <laughs> he's got neck tattoos <laughs> uh, looks good in his last uh his first start last week uh i believe it was against your cubs if i'm not mistaken and yeah, uh wainwright, 
Wainwright has been very inconsistent this season, and uh, Cincinnati has hit righties well all season long. They had a little bit of a blip there a couple weeks ago, but they're starting to pick it back up against righties, and uh, their guys have got some decent numbers against Wainwright in their career. Um, So first five plus a half, I really like that. I think this game is at least going to stay tied, Uh, but I think think these guys can touch up Wainwright today, partner. As uh, as I kick it to you, I think they no 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 problem. <laughs> I think they can as well. I can get a quick sip in, no problem. I think they can as well. This was actually one of my best bets yesterday. Now uh, probably would have lost as well because the vibes, well, the energy, the same, they, yeah. same pitching matchup. I don't think uh, I think the Reds were playing somebody else. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah right, I don't. Right. I, I can't remember now. That place is long gone, far behind. We're right. moving into the next day, but uh, absolutely love for the exact reasons you said. Um, Vlad Gutierrez looks like a uh, a dominant monster. Vladdy Goody, who you should be very scared of. Uh, and I think he comes out and has a very, very dominant yeah. game. Uh, We're just handing out nicknames against man. the Cardinals. So no, I just said Vlad, not Vladdy. But either way, either way, there you have the third leg of the Triple Play Thursday parlay. So now you have it. You have our Mag's best bets, my best bets, and the Triple Play Thursday parlay special play. Say that five times fast. I dare you. Oh, I was waiting for you to go. My fault. Uh, and then we will soon get into everybody's favorite segment, the third segment of the day, the Moneyline Dice. But before we do, let's recap all of the best bets of the day for you guys so you don't miss a single one of our picks. Mm-hmm. And all the value. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Oh, no, we didn't. Now we're in. Now we're on it. Click the wrong one. I'm still learning. Producer Colt 45. But we're on the right page now. Mr. Riley White, if you could be so kind. First things first, we got our Mags picks. He is taking the Royals money line, the New York Mets plus one and a half, and Texas versus Colorado under ten and a half. And wrapping things up for his picks, he is taking the Phoenix Suns money line, overly confident in the Valley Boys. For my picks, I got three coming at you. The Cubs first five plus a half, the Washington Nationals first five plus a half, and the Colorado Rockies money line. For the special play today, triple play Thursday parlay. Someone needs to fire our graphics, man. Goodness gracious. It says parlay pop off. Are you okay, dude? What's happening? Uh, either way, triple play Thursday parlay. <laughs> Good thing I've said it about 10 times, so now you guys really know what it is. Astros, first five money line. Arizona, Milwaukee, over nine. And Reds, first five plus a half. Parlay those bad boys up. Get some real juicy odds. Not exactly sure on the full total yet because haven't officially cleared Cincinnati first five plus a half on my favorite sports book. But they're real juicy. They're coming in real hot. Parlay that bad boy up. Let's get it to the window. So there you have them. Lock them home. Hammer them down. Sprinkle a little bit of dough on across them. Whatever you like to say, just make sure you get today's best bets of the day in at whatever the current best line you are finding them at on your favorite sports book. There you have it. Got now it. you see down in the bottom left-hand corner of your screen, also noted, fireworks. It is going to be an explosion of bets today. Nothing but fireworks across the slate. Nothing but ticket cashers and winners all day long. So we had to make it a firework. 
But moving right along, left side of the screen here, the money line dice. Absolutely terrific victory yesterday. Had up. the uh, win with the Montreal Canadiens, and you absolutely love to see that. However, they're ready to rock and roll for another roll already. They are. Roll twice, no pun intended. They are chip, 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 chipping away, as I've been saying, at that losing record. And now they are 10 and 14 overall. And tonight, they hit the hardwood for a roll between the Denver Nuggets and the Portland Trailblazers. So without further ado, it is time for today's Moneyline Dice Roll. Do it. It's a big game, Dice. A lot is riding on this, Dice. We need you. Absolutely. The Dice have arrived on set. They have made their appearance. They're looking real good, if I do say so myself. Lights shining right off of them. Glistening in the studio lights. Real quick mention, if you want to get your own uh, Moneyline Dice, head on over to MoneylineDice.com. Website link is in this description. Also with the code down there, once you pick out whatever merchandise you want, get to the checkout, enter code TTL10. You're going to get 10% off of your first order of whatever amount, doesn't matter, no minimum, on MoneylineDice.com because they're just that cool. So go over there, get whatever products you like from there, and be sure to enter code TTL10 so they know we sent you, and you're going to get 10% off with that order. So go lock some Moneyline Dice in and roll right alongside the crew when you can't figure out what side to pick. Speaking about what side to pick, the dice now have the floor. It is time to rock and roll. First roll of the day. Come on, dice. Are we going home? Are we going away? First, let's preface it. Uh, the home team is the Portland Trailblazers. Yep. And the away team, obviously, is the Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets coming in as plus four and a half on the spread and not too sure on the underdog money line. However, obviously makes the opposite for the Blazers. So are we taking the home team Blazers to force a game seven, or are we backing the Nugs to close it out? We will soon find out. Will. In a three. Got the odds right here. Come In a on, two. Dice. In a one. The Blazers. Portland. Home team Blazers, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so there is Same the first time. roll of the day. Second roll, money line. Or ATS? Are we taking a nice 205 Chalk City from the Blazers, or are the Dice going to give us this spread? Because I'm all right on the spread. Come on, Dice. What do you think? In a three. In a two. In a one. Yeah. Money line. Okay, Dice. Hey, easy. <laughs> it's just fine. No problems whatsoever. Goodness gracious. All right, Dice. Go we ahead appreciate and give your you. thoughts. I will. I mean, apparently it's Dame time. Go ahead and take them. It is Dame time. Game six. This is a monster one. I mean, I guess Dame is uh, going to keep that momentum that he had from game five. Let's see if Party gets it right on the screen. You can get a little closer there. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Right there. Home team money line. Minus 205. You'd like to get a little bit, uh, a little bit juicier, but the dice know what they... The dice know what they want, and uh, apparently it's going to be a nice little uh, close winner for the Blazers. Maybe a little Dame Time buzzer-baiter action. 
needs a little redemption, not his own redemption, redemption for his team. Instead of tying it to send it to some overtimes, he's going to lock it down and put in a buzzer beater for the win. That's what I'm calling right now. I'm calling it for the dice. I'm calling Dame Time buzzer beater. Dame Time buzzer beater? Mm-hmm. No cover? Uh, apparently the dice got a, uh, yeah, no, not a cover. No. The dice have spoken! Apparently, the Portland Trailblazers will not be covering their minus four and a half spread this evening. However, they will be winning on the money line according to the money line dice. So if you want to run a ticket to the window tonight, guaranteed, fact, no doubt, no lies detected, take the home team money line, the Portland Trailblazers, minus 205. Lock it in. And let the dice get that ticket to the window for you. Thank you, dice. Thank you, dice. We appreciate you. One more time with the handy travel bag. <clears throat> they are going, going to sleep. What an appearance by the dice. Sleep well. Have a great day. We'll see you on tomorrow's show. They have left the building, ladies and gentlemen. Moneyline dice have left the building. Not Elvis. Moneyline dice. Let me scoot on back in what? here. What was that? Elvis has left the building. Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, I didn't well, I said money line dice. Well, El- money line dice, not Elvis. Don't Straight worry, my head. friend. It's Straight all good. Yeah. Rocking and rolling. I think the neck is getting to you. So we'll continue to move right along. No hesitation. No further discussion. There you have it. Our Mag's best bets of the day. My best bets of the day. Triple play Thursday parlay and the money dice. Money line dice have selected the Portland Trailblazers money line. Lock them in. Hammer them home. Sprinkle a little dough down. All of them. Whatever you like to say. Just make sure you get them in at whatever the current best line you're finding them at on your favorite sports book. There it is. Rock and roll. Here we go. It's time to cash some doggone tickets, but it's also time now to get into the second half of the TTL podcast. Every show, we bring you a little bit of our hot takes, a little bit of our action. So, with that being said, if you are one of the kind gamblers that just stops by the first half of the show for our analysis, our picks, our plays, and everything in between, and you're about to head out of here, thank you so much. We appreciate you stopping by. We appreciate you continuing to have faith in us and wanting to run tickets to the window. But as always, remember you come on back. We got more books to bankrupt, and we need your help doing it. So we will see you later. Peace and love. But for now, it is time to get into that aforementioned second half of the TTL pod, episode number 51, June 3rd, 2021. Two days. Rants and reactions! That's a good one. We're here. That's a good one. We're live. We are good to go on today's rants and reactions. It's time to kick it on back a little bit, drop it into first gear, and get into some hot topics. Kicking things off, a little bit of uh, professional football news. Not saying NFL for a very specific reason. It has been announced now that the USFL will be coming back in 2022. 
Interesting stuff. How about that? Interesting stuff, man. I mean, it seems like somebody wants at least one of these side leagues to pick up because, I mean, there's a lot of people that are trying to play some football. Yeah. There's a lot of people in America that like watching football no matter what it is, and uh, I can attest to that. And uh, I imagine, I have not looked into this too much, but I imagine it's probably going to be in that uh, post-Super Bowl time like they've been trying to do, if Mm. I'm not mistaken. I would imagine, but uh, hey, shades of Doug Flutie. Who knows who the next Doug Flutie will be, ladies and gentlemen gentlemen but the usfl is back the xfl uh also predicted to come back 2022 we'll see how everything i'm pretty sure they're still rocking and rolling as far as um all their financial negotiations and all that jazz right Right. now i haven't uh, heard too much else on that other than 2022 is kind of the anticipated date for the xfl gotta revisit it just a little bit here because uh still no update Still no news, still no nothing from the great Aaron Rodgers. And now, Jordan Love's getting reps. Holy cow. He didn't take a single rep before. They might suit him up and get him going. Mm. Mm. It might be J-Love time. Every day that passes that no update comes out is good in my opinion. Well, of course it would be good in your Packers opinion, but it doesn't seem good from the unbiased opinion. Mm. I wouldn't call you unbiased as a Bears fan. No, I'm not. Where? Where? How can you? How do you know I'm a Bears fan? <laughs> I uh, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's looking a little weird over there. I I know I said yesterday I don't think he's going anywhere, but it is looking weird. It is just not. Uh, it's very unnerving, and I think mm. uh, I think you're. Uh, I've got nerves. Okay, nerves, nerves of steel over here for the time being, I guess. But I don't nerves know. I'm not. I ain't buying all of it right now. I think this guy's got a pretty good poker face, if I do say so myself. Other big news. I'm all right. Okay, we'll take him at his word. I'm all right. But other big news: a potential DN that could be sacking Aaron Rodgers at some point in time, but not right now because they are in the opposite conferences. Miles Garrett officially retires from basketball and uh, has now put all of his focus on football. He got tired of absolutely dominating and posterizing everybody that stepped on the hardwood with him. Props to a great career, buddy. Yeah, I mean, it was it was incredible. If you watch some of the videos he put out of uh, him playing pickup games, I mean, the... Looks like he was playing against dudes like me. The ups on that that man, still ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no ridiculous. question. It did look like he was playing against dudes like me, though. Yeah, he is, uh, he is a physical freak, mm-hmm. to say the least. I mean, you can find videos for days on Miles Garrett. Uh, he he he's a scary human being. Yeah, and the no fact question. that somebody has to line up across from him, oh, a good forty to fifty to sixty times a game, and mm-hmm. concoct a way to stop them mm-hmm. or stop him. Yeah, that's not fun. Yeah, no question. <laughs> that's I, not uh, fun at all. Would have been cool. Uh, obviously, it wasn't even a conversation, but would have been cool to see him try to do a little dual sport, uh, like some of these guys uh, do a little spring training baseball stuff here and there. But uh, go focus on football. Look at me. Me, man, spilling on my doggone mm. shirt. Here we go. Well, you just guys are gonna have to laugh that one off. Uh, dropped it right down my face. I'm now out of water. Here That's we a mean go. Move right there. So let's uh keep it going. Nothing really else to hot take on out of the NFL. I already ruffled his feathers enough on Rose. He ain't even buying into the BS today, so we ain't gonna get nothing out of him today. Moving right along to some MLB news. Boy, oh boy, there has uh, been some injuries, injuries, injuries. We will get into that here in just a second. But I wanted to 
uh, touch on first a little bit of MLB history or almost history made. Last night, the L.A. Dodgers had an 11-run bottom of the first inning, and Cody Bellinger had six RBIs in that bottom of the first. And not to mention that that is the first time any MLB player has done that since Big Poppy in 2008, and no other player has put up more than six RBIs in an inning since the expansion era started in 1961. Wow. That's wild. So pretty doggone elite yeah. class Bellinger no finds himself kidding. in. Yeah, that was a massacre. I'm glad to have not had any action on the Cardinals in that one. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to just go ahead and enjoy that from a fan perspective. Absolutely. Absolutely. So just uh, always like to mention when there's, uh, it seems like a history. lot of history yeah. has been sure. made into uh, this year's MLB season so far. And I am still fingers crossed and still backing the hell out of double digit no hitters this season. So if we had our own like sports book promos, that would totally be an odds boost. Oh yes, absolutely. I don't know what those odds would be. But... I don't know, but we would discuss it. So uh, for our future partners at whatever sports book that is at, if you are currently watching this, no, that's on the future plans. We definitely uh, will make that a little bit of a super boost in the yeah. future because I uh, I would hammer the mess out of it if it was uh, possible and if it was a prop somewhere. Back to those injuries. Yeah. IL Central. You just had Steven Strasburg go back on the IL mm-hmm. yesterday, having neck issues again. So we're going to be out with Strauss yet again for undetermined amount of time. It's just absolutely brutal for that Nats pitching rotation. I mean, they can't catch a break. Yeah, Strasburg, I mean, it's kind of been uh, the bane of his career. I mean, he's had stretches where he's been healthy, but yeah kind of in and out of the il for a while yeah another big dominant pitcher you mentioned it uh earlier on in some of the analysis mad bum who knows made an early exit looks he's still scheduled to have an mri i don't think someone that was feeling some type of way before that game that would have been nice that would have been been real nice nice. he still put up an rbi yesterday yes he he did knock one in so (laughs) that was that was uh pretty sweet to see from him Uh, against my cubbies the padres if you didn't see Mm. it uh tommy fam and Sewoo kim i believe that is how you say it um, they had a nasty collision out in left field. Yeah. And I mean that it, the whole stadium went quiet. Right. Like it was nasty. It was uh top of the crown of the head to, uh, from Kim to the bottom of the chin to fam. So it was pretty brutal. And now you also have Fernando Tatis questionable. Right. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, it might not be a bad idea to look at that Mets plus one and a half is what I'm kind of trying to tell you is this Padres lineup might be a little banged up and yeah. having to deal with some issues. Also, another big pitcher name that uh, you hate to see, Jack Flaherty, on the 10-day IL right now, but scheduled to, or stated, stated, expected to miss significant time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's tough, man. The Cardinals are trying to battle with your Cubs, and uh, that's uh, that's a key piece in their rotation. And uh, he's been, he was solid this year. I don't know what his record was when he went down. I know the Sox took him last week, mm-hmm. uh, but he was at least six and one, seven and one. So that's a tough one to see for them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, too many injuries. These yeah, days, it's man. wild. I, uh, I mentioned it earlier on in the pod, but Yastrzemski and Longoria battling some lingering stuff here. We'll see what comes out as far as their status uh, as the day rolls out. Lorenzo Kane, low Kane on the 10 day IL now. That's another thump back to uh, his stock right now. He gets good, does really good, and then has to hit the IL for another two, three weeks. And he just hasn't been able to put anything together. And this Brewers offense has been struggling because of it. Mm-hmm. However, I do still think they put up a lot of runs today for our best, uh, one of our best bets on the triple play parlay. 
that being said, uh, definitely a rough, rough year so far for Locaine. He's yeah, been no on question. and off the IL. Uh, you also got your boy Kopech mm-hmm. still on the IL. The fireball, some hamstring stuff. Fireball, righty, not uh, not able to get in the lineup. Yeah, it's tough. He's in. He's basically a jackknife for our. Whether you need a spot start, whether you need a middle reliever, long reliever, mm-hmm. uh, setup man, closer, whatever you need, he's the guy for it right now. And he's uh he's got the right stuff. Partner and I were watching it last week, and partner was like, Achilles, Achilles. And I quickly showed him my Achilles scar and said, No way, that did not look like an Achilles tear. I know one when I see him, and that was not it. Uh, but it was a nice little, not a nice little hammy. It was a bad little hammy. So he's going to be out for a couple weeks, it seems. Yeah, big time. And not a notable pitcher by any means, but uh, uh, Quintana going on the IL as mm-hmm. well. So the A's will be without him for uh undetermined amount of time still as well. Mm-hmm. So needless to say, it has been injury-ridden season. I believe the Mets still have 10 players on the IL. Oh, They're yeah. still battling even with guys it. coming back. So it's been injury central so far here the first uh, two months of the season. So hopefully June starts to clean that up. Obviously, you know, my Cubbies too absolutely destroyed right now. So I'm really hoping that that stuff gets turned around. I'm getting really tired of all these doggone injuries, yeah. especially on my team. Son of a gun. Another hot news coming out of the MLB. Well, rather the minor leagues. This guy might not have even known about this. I did this. not even see this at all. So four minor league pitchers, one coming from the White Sox organization, have been banned from the MLB and its associated leagues for life for using a foreign substance in their gloves while pitching. One, Marcus Evie of the White Sox, Sal Biasi, Kai Y Tang and Mason Angler. So if you had any stock in those boys, you better sell it now because it's gone. They yeah. ain't got no opportunity. I uh, wanted to just toss that in there because I happened to see it was a White Sox member of the White Sox uh, organization. So it just kind of made me chuckle that it was uh, your team. But never heard of the guys. So <laughs> how about that I stuff? Sweat that one out. But yeah, that's wild, man. Yeah. So I don't know. Umpires are cracking down. The league is definitely keeping. Uh, we saw what happened with Gallegos. Mm-hmm. Um, the league is is keeping touch, and so are umpires. So uh, I don't know. We might start seeing uh, some additional stuff come out with some of the big leaguers who knows because uh they are definitely keeping an eye on it and i i honestly still can't believe it's an issue but i mean they have so many rules and different things against it now i mean to this level it's what does it got to be in there i mean fucking stick them and i i don't even know (laughs) yeah i have no idea i mean for them to get banned it's got to be something pretty pretty doggone hefty Mm -hmm. so i don't know might have to get a little bit deeper into that see what is all going on but that's uh that's about it for the mlb nothing else crazy nothing else to really hotly react on we're getting uh right around right around close to the halfway point of the year so we're Mm -hmm. uh we're pulling up on some great baseball coming up over the next month two months and then holy cow it's going to be the mlb postseason and the start of the NFL regular season. Holy cow. It is right there. It is right there, ladies and gentlemen. Hang tight. We're so close. We're so close. We are under 100 days until the start of the NFL regular season. Let's keep the faith. It's coming soon. With full capacity stadiums, wow, just by about the way. to say it. Can I think there might be wait. one more that's lagging. If yeah, I'm not wrong. I can't yeah. think of who and it, it is. Was like, it might be the Colts that or one other. Be it. I'm I know it was sure. the Colts and somebody else who were still lagging behind. So if it's yeah, not, not sure. it was the other team. Either way, little NBA action for you. What do we got going on here? 
Wow, the playoffs are heating up. They are. The uh, Nets and Bucks have obviously been set for a while. That game's now scheduled for Saturday. It is. And uh, that should be a rather heated series. Nothing uh, too much to say about that yet. Both teams played extremely well in their series. So we'll see what team has the most firepower and what looks to be two of the most dominant teams in the playoffs right now, maybe yeah. outside of the Jazz. Yeah, I said it yesterday, but in my opinion, winner of this is taking the whole damn thing. Yeah, I I, uh, I still would have to side with you and agree with you on that. Uh, damn, our boys. Knicks got bounced mm. last night. Uh, maybe shouldn't have been parading out in the streets all too early there, huh, Knicks fans? That uh, shutting down 7th Ave was a little <laughs> bit premature, if I do say so myself. Yeah, Trey Young was fantastic. He Take a bow, kid. took the you role of villain it. and ran with it and uh, threw it right back in their face. And uh, I think he might, I'm not saying they're going to win the series, but he's going to play a similar role in good old Philly with those Philly fans in this next one. I'm uh, assuming that game's going to start on Sunday. Uh, it wasn't uh, scheduled when I was looking this morning for it, but uh, I imagine that'll yeah. be a Sunday start. So, Well, now that the 76ers moved on, last night and not having to go into a game six or yeah. game seven it gives them a lot more time to hopefully potentially get Embiid back mm. we'll see i'm not sure actually it doesn't give them as much time because they're not on the court as much giving him that time to rest so we'll see if Embiid can make it back for this series i don't know i mean they obviously didn't look like they skipped a beat at all last night right. seth curry has a playoff high I don't know, 76ers, I wasn't completely bought in without Embiid. I thought that the the Wizards were going to be able to get an outright victory, if not at the very least, a cover last night. And they looked great up until the end of the third quarter, and it was just a brutal collapse end of their season. That's uh, that's pretty much a wrap on that one for them. So we'll, I'm back high on the 76ers. I think they have a serious shot to go deep again here as well. And, no question. Uh, against the Hawks, I don't know. Maybe we'll see that. Interesting. We'll see that $50,000 better uh him placing it on the Hawks earlier, $100,000, whatever it was. We'll see uh, if it starts to get sweaty for him or if his bet starts to make a whole lot of sense to all of us. Yeah, I'm. Uh, this one, I'm not putting it past the Hawks to upset the Sixers. No, not without their playing. Especially without Embiid. Oh, even, yeah. I'm going to take the Sixers if they've got a healthy Embiid. But even right. with Embiid, I think it's going to be a sweaty one. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be too. I think it's going to be a, a jam-packed series. I did not see this coming from the Hawks at all with how they played all season. I, I think I might have bet on them maybe two or three times yeah. all season long. Like yeah, they, they were just not a team you could trust, and right. now they, they're here. They picked it up the last couple of weeks of the yeah. season, and they have brought it for the playoffs. So. Yeah, that is uh, that is no doubt whatsoever. However, speaking of really brought it, which of these two teams has brought it so far, or is there even a definitive answer to this question? Dallas Mavericks, L.A. Clippers. Mm. Clippers take game uh, game three mm-hmm. and game four, Correct. even up the series. Dallas now goes back to L.A. in true to form all season long, can't get the job done at home, right. can't cover a fucking spread at home, leaves and gets the 105-100 victory yesterday in L.A. I think this one's going seven, my man. I, I think, think so too. One's going seven, and if, I think so too. Uh, the road teams win. Road team wins every single one. That's going to be a weird, weird series. But uh, Luca, Luca looked just fine last night. That neck wasn't really holding holding them back. And uh, did you see the look Rondo gave Kawhi after he missed the? Uh, yeah, missed. The he was pretty upset tire? about that. <laughs> 
He was pretty upset about that. Yeah. I mean, Rondell's not a, much of a shooter himself, so I don't know what uh, yeah. what right he has given that look to Kawhi. But, yeah, but that's going to be interesting. Uh, we'll see if the Mavs get another one. Uh, the So game six should be played in L.A. or no, uh, maybe I go back to Dallas. No, it'll be in Dallas. So I, go back to Dallas yeah. and then finish in L.A. So if Dallas moves on by winning in L.A., and like you said, every away team wins in this series, when they're, I mean, that would be... That would be insane. I don't yeah. know if that's ever happened before. Uh, yeah, I, like I said, that's a good question. I'm sure that's it has. That's crazy. But that's uh, something to look up. Maybe something we'll have for you at some point in time. Might have yeah. to look that up. Uh, outside of that, nothing else from last night of super note. The Jazz handled business. Uh, Grizzlies obviously couldn't get it done. We don't want to waste any more time on that because we both love the Grizzlies and wish they could have done a little bit more. However, moving right along, we have two games tonight. Uh, Partners got the one. He is heavy, heavy, heavy high on the Suns uh, against the Lakers. I am as well. I think this game is going to be quite similar, maybe a little 20-point blowout. It'll be close at the beginning. I think you're going to see similar output from LeBron. I don't I don't think LeBron James is 100%, and I don't think that he is anybody you should be putting your right. money on, regardless of if they're going back to L.A., and this is a must-win situation for them. With the way Booker shot, with the way Aiton is shooting and playing inside, and the way Chris Paul is commanding that team, I don't think there's anything this Lakers team can do. And like you said, you got to expect an out-of-body performance from one of these Lakers not named LeBron James right. in order for something to happen and them to get a win. Right, because it seems like, I mean, LeBron, it seems like he's at least like 90%, and he's, uh, you know, he's he's not the problem. He's just not going over the top like he has in past years. Right. And like you said, there ain't nobody else showing up to help him. And that Suns defense is good enough to hold down everyone else not named LeBron James. So. Right. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of where my thoughts lie as well. So I think the Suns squeak away nice and easy tonight, and then our Moneyline Dice have selected the Portland Trailblazers. I think that game's going to be quite tight, quite back and forth, and I think you're right, partner. I think it comes down to a last-second uh, Portland Trailblazers, Dame time, Mr. Yeah, Lillard, home run shot from the back, and he just puts it right in like he always does. I hope does. so, man. He is the most electric uh, clutch performer in the NBA. Yeah. I cannot wait. I'm, uh, I was torn on that game, so I was happy for, to let the dice decide on uh, whatever it was, but right. I am more than happy. Dame is, might be my favorite player in the NBA, so I'm more than happy to uh, get to watch him and hopefully yeah. see some heroics from him again. Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, but yeah, I, and more I think about it, I do think the Nuggets get that cover of the four and a half. But another thing you think about is that in this series, a four and a half to five point spread, the favorite has covered every single one of those. And then if they did cover tonight, they would be 4-0-1 against that five point spread. So it's been kicking around four and a half to five points. So kind of something you want to think about there. I don't know. I mean, the Blazers might get it done, but I think it's a little bit tighter than uh, what the books are giving you for sure. So uh, play with caution. But if you're playing with the dice, as we are, Portland Blazers money line. That about does it for the NBA, NHL heating up my Habs rocking and rolling. I feel like I've said that a million and one times. So I'm going to be conscious not to say that again today because I've just said it so much for some reason. <laughs> I think you're and, right on with it. Uh, but that uh, being the case, they are absolutely tearing teams up when they came out last night three to one i oh my gosh you know i think that uh winnipeg will probably get game two just just coming back being in winnipeg they'll get the one one and then montreal will have their way from there on out and this will end three three one four one no problem potentially but i mean at the end of the game canadians might have a little extra 
pissed off energy in them if you didn't see it uh i actually don't know the name of who it was but vicious hit at the end of the game yeah had to be taken off by a stretcher it was rough it was a rough scene to watch yeah it uh i think it was an egregious hit i think it wasn't a dirty hit i don't think it had any place to be in that game um one minute left yeah i you already put it in the ice obviously desperation playoffs so that definitely has something to yeah play and who knows where his head's at or anything like that but that's definitely i don't know but it's not like the nhl is going to do anything about it uh, for crying out loud that whole stuff that happened with the rangers and the capitals this wilson, year and, yeah. and and wilson got fined what fifty thousand bucks oh uh, yeah uh, maybe, okay here's a dollar that i don't like crying know. out loud i mean that's what that's like to to those guys i mean they they they, they don't get fined like a lot of other organizations professional yeah. organizations do so i don't think anything will come of that we won't hear too much about it uh avalanche on very controversial call get the uh overtime victory a lot of Vegas Knights fans and uh, the Vegas team pissed off about that. However, the Avalanche still looking dominant and uh, looking to get that third victory. Now have to go on the road to Vegas. Can Vegas make the comeback or are they dead? I think they're dead, man. I was saying it yesterday. We didn't uh, conclude that it was a must win for the Knights. But in my head, it uh, as far as their chances in the series, they got a lot, obviously, down 2-0. But against this Avs team, I don't think that's a team where you're going to come back from a 2-0 deficit. Sure. Too. So I'm uh, I'm taking the Avs in 5-6. Okay. And- okay. I would have to side with you there as mm-hmm. well. Um, you know, I think this Avs team is just way too doggone dominant to... Uh, to not come away with this yeah. series victory. And uh, for some reason, they are just overpowering the Vegas Golden Knights. Even though it went to overtime, the Avs just look far and above the better team all night long. So I will continue to be putting my money on the Colorado Avalanche with uh, very much passion. Tonight, we got a uh, solid matchup between the Bruins and the Islanders. Oh, yeah. I do believe I'll be hammering in the Islanders' money line there. Love them at home to the moon and back so that's uh, probably going to be one of my outside plays make sure you keep an eye for that and then you got game three against tampa bay and carolina got a little bit of a total play i'm working on on that one Uh, i think that one's going to be over five and a half a lot of people looking at the under because of the 2-1-2-1 game and games one and two (laughs) as many times as i can say one and two there and I think this one's a little bit high scoring. I think this one ends a little 5-3-4-2 action. Uh, might be a little sweaty, but I think it does go over the 5.5. And, and last I checked, you're getting some plus odds on that. So, yeah, not a bad play so. to think about. Yeah, I'm right. I think I'm right there with you, man. Those low scoring games, whenever you got a couple in a row, two or three in a row that are lower scoring, they bounce right back and go over. I think at least one of these teams puts up 3-4 tonight. Any, I'm uh, not making you pick a side, but gun to your head. Do you like Which team do you like to take the win in this one? I've been back in Carolina, but it just oh, seems why? that they can't get it done against right, Tampa Bay. Yeah, I guess I I haven't, I think in this series, I haven't backed them, but it was like gun to my head if I had to pick. I think I like Carolina. Yeah, I've, I've, I've taken them twice and I, it just doesn't look like they have the firepower necessary to get it get it done uh-huh. over to the over the defending champs. Yeah, I mean, that's at the end of the day. Lightning are heating up, so watch out. The Lightning are the playoff team and that's what they always are and they'll definitely continue to be the playoff right. team. So yeah, I, I think the, uh, the Lightning get that game tonight and I, I think they are the five or four side of that five to three prediction or four to two prediction yeah i'm right there with you so there you have it nhl nonsense news all that good stuff any uh ttl crew or ttl news new content updates anything partner thinking about not really i actually had one thing that i added that i forgot to mention on the agenda another situation of 
hitting end on the stream and some news coming out. Coach K, oh, basketball. that's right. Retiring after this upcoming season. Ah, that's right. Thank you, Coach K. Uh, first and foremost, what a prolific career. Yeah. I know you actually have a little bit of thoughts on his post career. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, I mean, I, you got to have as much respect as possible. He's just a guy that. Without outwardly saying it, he loves the spotlight. So this farewell tour is going to be a farewell tour unlike anything we've seen, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I heard some more joking, sarcastic, that this might be, before this news came out, that the, he might announce like a two or three year, <laughs> like I'm retiring after two, three years, and then he's going to have this two, three year farewell tour. Nonetheless, he's got this one year tour, and uh, yeah, but nothing but respect for the guy. No, oh, yeah, uh, he's uh, you know the face of college basketball, if you will, the last two three decades. But uh, you know, John Shire is going to be taking over. Apparently, he thinks I I like John Shire. I think uh, Coach K must have uh, the utmost respect and trust for him. Obviously, so gotta hate when uh, we hit end on the stream and uh, some live news like that. Breaks. Yeah, so, but uh, with that being said, let's see if we've got anything yeah, else. I can see, but you know, Coach K, what can you say? 1,170 career wins, 361 losses. I mean, that that's a 764 win percent. And what what do we got here? A simple rating system. I'm not going to get dive too deep into this, but <laughs> I was, was going to see if I could get, get real into the analytical end. Um, but I mean, out of 1,531 games and you've won 1,170 of those, I mean, yeah. that's... That's a career and a half. And, of course, the Blue Devils season didn't go the way that uh, we were expecting it to go. The, that very young lineup and a lot of those freshmen you know, weren't able to get it done. The right. usual Blue Devil basketball. But, the other, the man, other that ass- just got me so excited to start talking about college, college basketball, basketball again. Gosh darn it. The other aspect of it, though, I mean, Roy Williams obviously also bows out. So, I mean, it seems like these older guys, obviously, they're getting older in the first place. But the way yeah. the uh, NCAA basketball landscape is changing with, obviously, the current talks of paid players, but even already with the transfer portals and the different recruiting styles. I think they're ready to uh, hang it up and uh, not have to worry about that every single day of their lives and uh, probably enjoy their own families. So yeah. good on them. I would have to say so. But once again, uh, hashtag thank you, Coach K. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. All the uh, amazing seasons we got to watch personally and all the seasons before that, that uh, a lot of our our uh, families have got to watch as well. So with that all being said, there you have it. Today's rants and reactions, we are in business. You got it all. You got all of our hot takes, all the latest sports news and nonsense. So when you're talking in conversations today, you got some extra stuff to pull out of your hip. Why don't you say we get this thing wrapped up, get it all closed out, and finish things off the only way that I and we know how. Let's go for it. With some Colts motivation minutes. Uh, do apologize if there is any issues with the stream. Seems that the old internet is uh, on the fritz again this morning, so we'll have to uh, check out, see what the hell is going on there. I do apologize. We'll get it all worked out. It was kind of bumpy at the beginning of the show. That's why we came on a little later. I wanted to make sure it was all working well, but apparently we haven't got the bugs out. Not really sure why. I think it's a YouTube problem, to tell you the truth, because everything internet-wise, uh, everything on my end, and looks beautiful, so I think it's a YouTube problem. We're looking uh, okay on this. Tell you I just pulled up, so yeah, not looking too bad. So either way, hey, no problem. Let's get into Colts motivation minutes. Want to give you just a quick one, nice easy one, something to get you going today. K 
Can't take full credit for it. I will take credit for what I'm about to tell you, but got inspired today from Jocko Willink. If you uh, don't know who Jocko Willink is, I highly suggest you go look him up. Uh, He will put you on an entirely different planet with his motivation. Uh, That guy is the real deal, Holyfield, former Navy SEAL, and I mean, he walks, it talks, it lives, it breathes. It. He is he is that guy. I mean, Jocko Willink, if we ever had uh, something happen where there was World War Three and the b- world was burning down, you know, we have those guys who are like break in case of emer- break glass in case of emergency. We got those super soldiers. Jocko Willink is one of them people. So I uh, suggest you go look him up. Either way, this morning, every single morning he gets up and puts a picture on his Instagram of his watch around 4 to 4.30 in the morning. And he just puts a little quote or a little something, whatever, uh, get some or uh, what's for today. This is what got me inspired and got me started. And uh, it's kind of what I wanted to speak on today. He His caption today for his picture of the day was, there are no guarantees. And... I, I mean, how much more do you need to say than that? Four simple words, but it has such a profound message behind it. There is nothing guaranteed for you in this life. The fact that you woke up this morning is so much of a blessing in and of itself that you can't even begin to fathom it. The fact that you even have the opportunity to go about your day to work the job that you do, to live in the house that you do is beyond any comprehension. There are no guarantees in this life. It can end just like that. Something can happen, and as dark and as morbid that sounds, there really isn't. It can be over just like that, and everything, and, and even if it just isn't over, if you don't want to go to the extreme of potentially death, if you want to just go to the extreme of anything you have, your house can burn down tomorrow. Your your company can close. Things can be going on behind the scenes that you have no idea about. Your job's going great. Your boss calls you in. The company's closing. There are no guarantees. I kind of wanted to speak to, I don't want to say our younger audience because you guys are our age. I mean, you're anywhere from 23 to 28 if you're tuning in. I wanted to speak to you and I don't know who needs to hear this. I don't know why you need to hear it, but I wanted to tell you guys Now is not time to coast. Now is not time to worry about saving. Now is not time to stay comfortable in mommy and daddy's basement. Now is the time to start investing in yourself, to stop worrying about blowing your money on useless shit and saying that you save money when you really don't. Compared to what you blow, you don't save money. And then... You have the audacity to say that you actually have money when it just sits there and it's not making you any money. So it's time to get up. It's time to start moving. It's time to start wasting your life. There are no guarantees that you are going to continue to have that same job or there is going to continue to be the same roof over your head. There are no guarantees out there. The only option that you have is to move every single day. And work on improving yourself every single day. And when I say invest in yourself, use what resources you have to pursue a passion, to start an investment account, to get into some form of business you've been trying to, but you don't know how, start investing in it. Not only your money resources, your financial resources, 
your time, your energy, your effort. Start investing into things that you want to do because a lot of people have it twisted is that this is the time where you just kind of get into the job and settle and everything's good and no big deal and you you just kind of go with the flow. Well, the problem is, is that you become complacent and content in that. And before you know it, 3035 rolled along and now you start wanting to try all this stuff, but it's not possible possible because you have a wife or a husband and kids and a home and a mortgage and all this stuff that you could have tried when's the prime time to be messing up 23 to 28. Instead, you didn't. So with all that being said, I, I don't know who needed to hear that today, but I want you guys just to remember that there are no guarantees. And if you've been holding out on chasing after a passion because of X, Y, and Z, forget about that. Go chase after it. If you've been waiting to make a move, you've had something in the works, but you just, one thing or another, you've been able to find one excuse after other as to why you shouldn't right now, speaking from two guys from experience, just do it right now. This is, right now is the only time because tomorrow might not be guaranteed. You might not have the opportunity to chase that dream tomorrow. Anything can happen. Live every single day as cliche as it sounds like your last and make every opportunity that comes your way work in your favor. Stop wasting them. If something comes along, don't just let it pass you by. See what it does. Stop living your life. What if? See what that thing does for your life if it takes you somewhere, if it elevates you. Because once again, there are no guarantees in this life. And right now, is the best time for you to start. Start betting on yourself. Start investing in yourself. And let's wake wake up. Let's wake up, everybody. It's time to go. Wake up. There are no guarantees. That's my motivation minutes for today. I love it, man. How you feeling? Um, what are you thinking? Anything you could add? To add? I mean, no, I you pretty much nailed it. You brought me, you used me as an example already. So, no. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, there's not much I can add to that. Like yeah. you said, there's no guarantees. You yeah. uh, Now is the time in your 20s especially. And, and and not even, you know, if you're past your 20s and you've got, uh, there still is probably a oh, chance. Oh, there's still that, time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. There's still plenty of time. But I'm telling you, regardless, regardless, it was more on my heart to say it to some of the younger crowd. Sure. But I know we have older generation that listens to us as well. So same thing for you. Go. Advance. Mm-hmm. Do what you got to do. There's no time to sit around and wait anymore because it is... It can be over just like that. Life is too doggone short and there are uh, way too many things uh, in between you and your passions that you could just put away uh, if you just realize that there's no guarantees and you stop wasting your energy on the things that don't matter. Yeah, no question. So that's what I have for today. I hope that uh, sparked a little something within you as well. That does it for my Colts Motivation Minutes. Wrapping up today's show, my friend, we made it. Episode number 50, beautiful, looking good. Had to double check on the stream. June 3rd, 2021, in the books. How you feeling? Before we wrap this bad boy up. Partner, anything burning on the brain, melting on the soul, festering in the heart, you've been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode 51 here today. I've got two things today. 
one, two things. Okay. It's a juicy one. Okay. Two juicy ones. Okay. I was ex- I've was. i been waiting all episode. Oh, boy. This. Here we go. Usually he's not, folks, so this Number is good. One. Here yeah, we go. Usually it's nonsense. Is it still nonsense? Yeah, but it's uh, fine to my heart nonsense. Good. Number one. Roll it. McLovin from the movie Superbad. Yep. License plate. Yep. T- June 3rd, 1981. He turns 40 today. Get the hell out of town. Yeah. He turns 40 today? That actor, I don't think so. I'm saying what was Just on that McLovin. leg. McLovin. Oh, license okay. I was about to say if it was, because I can't think of the actor's name, um, what it I'm was. I'm drawing but, a blank either. But McLovin think. turns 40 yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. Been like 15 right. years. He I was like 20. am McLovin. <laughs> he was like 20 on the license plate. It was like, you know, the joke was obviously that he was like 25 instead of, you know, yeah. 21. So... McLovin turns 40 today, so that oh, was number look, one. Oh, look, you're an organ donor. And then I randomly found another one. Miller Lite and New Balance are com- collaborating to com- <laughs> to create a New Balance dad koozie, I believe for Father's Day. It is a koozie in the shape of not a full shoe, but the back of the New Balance shoe. Like the dad shoe. Like the dad shoe. The lawn mowing shoe. Yeah. So it's a new huh. balance koozie. Hey, talk about a marketing ploy right huh. there. I like it. I want it. Bad. I like it a lot. I want it bad. I think I'd get one as well. <laughs> I want it real bad. If uh, you get the link, be sure to send it my way. Looks uh, shout out uh, today in sports sports page. I saw ah, it on there. It's a good, uh, yeah, it's big good shout page. out. Big shout out. They started off uh, right around the time we did uh, a little bit before. Um, but if you have not followed today in sports, I suggest you do. They are a uh, fun page, very interactive page for as big as yeah. they are, and uh, super super. Super cool. They were really small when we found them, and now they uh, they pump out content. They yep. are awesome. We love them over there. So be sure you follow today in sports too. Um, outside of that, thanks for the couple quick sidebars there, partner. Definitely uh, one hell of a way to close out the pod here. For everyone uh, that is watching live, we appreciate you. We thank you so much. Thanks for stopping by. You give us the energy and the motivation to continue to get up every single day and do this. Uh, we don't just roll right out of bed and hop on the pod. There's a lot of researching and putting together of the show and all the nuts and bolts in between that you don't hear about. Um, so it just makes us continue to keep pushing and, and wanting to make this bigger and better for all of you. All the stuff behind the scenes that you don't see, all the intricate details and everything is is the stuff that really makes this machine spin. So uh, once again, it just wouldn't be possible without you guys. So uh, for all of the rest of you who are uh, not watching live, maybe watching a recorded version, whether that's on the tube or your favorite podcast directory, thank you guys so much as well. As always, we are so appreciative of your following, of your views, of your listens, your subscriptions everything in between all those keywords thank you guys so much you are awesome and uh, we're just going to keep rocking and rolling we got a few new things set to roll out as far as content goes very very soon so please please stick with us stay tuned even though we have a little bump in the road from time to time we always get it back baby we always refill that account and we always have enough to take back out and refill it again so ladies and gentlemen degenerates gamblers far and wide without further ado for myself and mags we thank you so much for stopping by today's episode and we hope you have a spectacular rest of your thursday unless you have other plans let's cash some tickets